0: Welcome to the Amherst Wesleyan Church Sermon Podcast. Oh, I'm so glad you made it. Oh, those Romans, they've just been putting so many extra checkpoints everywhere. I wasn't sure if you'd make it. And we just don't know who to trust anymore. Jews, Jews are turning in Jesus followers to the Roman authorities and to the Jewish authorities. Oh, the Sanhedrin, how they've changed. Oh, my Zechariah breaks his heart, but he's no longer allowed to serve in the temple. but he'd give it up any day. He's a follower of Jesus and he's, he's not gonna turn his back on that for anything in as much as it hurts that as being from the line of Aaron, he's not allowed to be in the temple. And fear is everywhere, can't you feel it? It's a silly question. <laughs> of course you feel it. You just never know what the Romans are gonna do. And, and you don't know what the Sanhedrin's gonna do now. And they're even afraid of us, Jesus followers, because they're afraid that, that we're taking the people away from Adonai, the one true God. But Jesus is the Messiah, he is the one true God. Oh my goodness, forgive me. <laughs> In all my rambling, I forgot, I forgot my manners. I know some of you, but I don't know all of you. My name's Elizabeth. And my husband is Zachariah, he's he's a priest. And our son is, I mean, our son was John the Baptist. Or John. (laughs) Oh, it is, it's getting dark too. Forgive me, Let, let me light a lamp. Oh, it'd be so much easier to... To see each other, won't it? So much easier to see each other. Oh, and Zachariah, he's been teaching me how how to read and how to write because his eyesight's not so good anymore. And I've been thinking about all the things that I wanted to talk to you about today. I've been thinking about it for so long, and I wanted to make sure I got it right, so I wrote it all down so I wouldn't forget anything. So much, so much to think about. I've been thinking about Jesus. And I've been thinking about our son John. Light. Isn't it beautiful? God gave us light. Sunlight to grow things so we could have food. He gave us light so that we could see where we're going, that we could do things in the dark, the things that he's asked us to do. In the beginning, God said, let there be light, and there was light. God created the light, and he is light i'm sure you've heard this story my elders told it to me too about how our people were free from slavery in egypt and how they crossed the red sea he just parted the waters and they were able to just walk through on dry land but before they got to that sea they had to take a journey and and this is what the book of moses says about that journey It says, the Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud and provided light at night with a pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day or night. God created the light, and he is the light. King David said, you are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord turns darkness into light. Isn't our God fantastic? He turns darkness into light. His light guides us and it never ever leaves us. Even when we were so incredibly rebellious and awful and he sent us into exile, he never left us. He had a plan, a Messiah who would come and would save us. And not just us, but the whole world. Just incredible. And this is what Isaiah wrote. He said, nevertheless, nevertheless, that time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. The land of Zebulun and Naphtali will be humbled, but there will be a time in the future when Galilee of the Gentiles, which lies along the road that runs between the Jordan and the sea, will be filled with glory. We've all heard the jokes about Nazareth, haven't we? What good can come out of there? And, and so when Jesus started his ministry, people would snicker, Nazareth? But Isaiah said it right here, right? Isaiah said it, that there would be glory come from there. Oh, I remember the day that Mary arrived. She came for her last three months of her pregnancy. Things were getting so hard in Nazareth, nobody believed her and Joseph, (sighs) not even their parents. And it was just getting so, so hard. And the rumors, oh, they thought for sure, all the people thought for sure that Mary had done something wrong or Mary and Joseph had done something wrong together. But that day when Mary came, Oh, we were, we were both filled with so much joy. And John, he leapt in my womb so hard I almost fell over. It was incredible. And we just talked about the joy of the Lord and how amazing it was that the Messiah was coming and that that Messiah was inside of Mary. We had no idea that that joy would become such sorrow for both of us. So hard, but yet so good. Oh. My John, he was bold. He had to be because God had asked him to let people know how much they needed the Messiah, how much they needed him. And the only way that they would know that was if they knew all of the bad things that they were doing and how wrong they were. And so, my John, he went out into the desert places and he yelled, repent! He's coming! The Messiah's coming! Repent! But he just didn't stop there. He just didn't tell the people that he rubbed shoulders with that they needed to repent. He even told the Pharisees. <laughs> that didn't go over so well. But it didn't stop him. It didn't stop him. But it wasn't them that killed my John, it was Herod. Hmm. My John walked right into the palace, right up to the throne room, and he pointed at Herod, and he said, What you're doing is wrong. Herodias, Herodias is not your wife. She's your brother's. Well, we all know that Herod is really a scaredy cat, right? So he didn't kill him right away. He just threw him into jail. But that Herodias, oh, that conniving Herodias. Mm. She made a way. She figured it out. And she made sure that John got killed. Herod made a promise he couldn't break. John knew what he was doing was risky. He knew it was hard, but he knew that it's what he had to do. He had to point people to Jesus because people needed the light and the life that only he could bring. When Jesus began his ministry, he, he went into the desert for a little bit and then, and then he went, went to see John and he was baptized. And John's, John's baptism is different than our baptism now as followers of Jesus. It was a baptism of recognizing that, that there was sin in their lives. They needed to change and they needed to turn to God. Not like now when, as followers of Jesus, we, we know that Jesus is the Messiah. And so we say when we're baptized that we believe and we trust and that we're risen with him again, and then we're gonna follow him. But no, John's baptism was different. It was just recognizing how much they needed God. And John said, what are you doing? I shouldn't be baptizing you, but Jesus said, no. This is the way it should be, and he did. And after that, he went to his hometown, Nazareth, and he spoke in the synagogue, and he read from scripture. Mm. Oh, boy. He read this. He stood up and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners and recovery for the sight of the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And after he read that, He said, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Well, that created a stir. (laughs) And I felt so bad for Mary when I heard of this. They grabbed Jesus and they pulled him out of the synagogue and they marched him right through the town and they took him up, up to the hill. You know the the tall hill in Nazareth? And they backed him right up to the cliff and they were going to push him off. They were going to kill him. But it wasn't time. Jesus had so much more to do. And he stood there, looked at them, and then just walked right through the crowd. Right through the crowd. Oh. No one could stop him. No one could stop him. The apostle John, John's such a common name (laughs) for us Jews, (laughs) but this was the apostle, not my son. He wrote this about what Jesus said. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, You won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Well, that got the Pharisees fired up because they knew that the only one that could change darkness to light was God. Wow. Jesus is the light. He exposes the darkness that's within us, and he removes the darkness from our lives. But we have to believe in him. We have to trust him. He said this just before he died. Put your trust in the light while there is still time. Then you will become children of light. I was able to read a portion of the letter that Paul sent to the Ephesians. And in it he said, You were once in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. Paul is not inventing something new here. Jesus told us that we would become children of light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And you don't light a lamp and put a basket over it, do you? Instead, you light a lamp and you put it on a stand so that everyone can see. Every time I light this lamp, I remember that. We are children of light, as his followers, and we are to point people to Jesus, the one true light. As you can tell, I've been thinking about all of this for a a long time. And forgive me if I've been rambling a bit. Created the light. He has been the light of our people, and Jesus, the Messiah, is the one true light. There are a few of you here that I don't know so well. Are you followers of Jesus? If not, Trust him. That darkness and that fear that you feel, he can take that away. He will take that away. Just trust him. And if you are a follower of his, I know I feel the fear all around you. And the darkness, and sometimes it just feels so heavy, doesn't it? And our thoughts get so hard and so heavy, and we get anxious and sometimes we do things that we normally wouldn't do. We start drinking or we do other things because we just don't know what else to do. But Jesus helps us with that too. And he will take that darkness from us. He will help us to move away from the lies. He will help us to move away from those things that have trapped us for so, so long. He is and as his followers, we have to do what my son did. We have to point people to Jesus, the one true light. that has been a lot to hear and think about, isn't it? I've been thinking about it for quite a while. But as his people, we are to point others to him, to the one true light. Let's take a little more time to think about all these things. I find singing helps me. It helps me to think and to process what I've been thinking about. So how about we do that now? I know some of you are really good musicians. Would you, would you come? Would you come and, and we'll do that now? And we'll just spend some time just singing and thinking, thinking about the one true light, the one who can take away our darkness if we trust him, and the one that we need to point others to. Thanks for listening and being part of our church and joining us in this journey to become dander of people following Jesus in down-to-earth ways.